children are dismissed to go back to their children's church. And uh, let me just ask you, do you believe that the Lord is great? There's a couple of y'all. We're happy for that. Uh, but really, let's think about it for a second. Uh, why is he great? What has he done that's so great? Right? Um, of course, we know in the great salvation history of the world, he's great because he sent his son Jesus. And his son Jesus is great because then he laid down his life for us. He's great because he offers us uh, grace and mercy. And they're new each and every morning. But let's think about this last week. Maybe you had a great week. And you said, God, you're great because I had a great week. Maybe you didn't have a great week. And you found that God was great because he met you. Ministered to you and carried you through a tough week. Um. You know, we sing these songs, How Great Is Our God, and I uh, love the song. I've known it for a long time. Um, it, you know, that's been like one of those like all-time chart toppers. Uh, it's like Amazing Grace. You know, it's one of those ones that uh, it, it, it rose to infamy almost. But it makes us think, okay, God, why are you great? So let me ask you this. What do you have to say that is so great about our God? And maybe just instead of just saying, you're so great, maybe right now you could just bow before him and you say, God, you're great because of this. You're great because of this. So I'm going to invite y'all. I'm going to offer y'all a moment to offer the Lord his praise right there where you're at. And then I'm going to pray for us and we'll continue on this morning. Lord, there's a song that we sing around here sometimes. And the prayer is, give me eyes to see the greatness of our God. Uh, Lord, I thank you for your, your love, your unfailing love, your fervent love. Your love that is not conditioned upon my my merit. Thank you for your patient love, God. Uh, Lord, it, it's because of your love that I, uh, I can see you as great this morning. It's not the only reason, but it's a reason that I have in my mind and my heart right now. Lord, uh, I thank you that you have shown us that you love us. Lord, what I know is that I don't always wake up feeling lovely. I don't always pillow my head feeling lovely. Uh, left to my own mind, my own thinking, I could beat myself up pretty good. But then, Lord, I let your voice speak. And I hear you with your, uh, your great uh, heart of mercy and compassion, and you say, I love you. And I delight in you. I don't understand it, but I'm thankful for it. So thank you, God. Uh, today, we pray and we ask that you would receive all these other things that my brothers and sisters have lifted up to you. I said, Lord, you're great because... Uh, Lord, may, might that uh, 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 honor your name. Uh, Lord, I pray and I, uh, I ask that you would be with us today as we, uh, as we gather here, Lord. Uh, Lord, we pray and we ask that as you, uh, Brother Todd comes here in a few moments, 
that you would uh, be with us, that you would, um, you would speak to us, Lord. Lord, we want to be encouraged by the work that's going on in your name. We want to be challenged to be partners in the work that you're doing, uh, Lord. But we also might have some other ministry needs. Like I said, some of us might have had great weeks. Some of us might have had some not so great weeks. And so, God, I pray and I ask, even through the testimonies that are shared today, that, uh, that you will minister to each and every one of us as we have special needs. I pray that uh, if there's anybody here who, who doesn't trust that you are good, they don't really, they, they've not seen your greatness, as it were, Lord. I pray that today, Lord, that they would, their eyes would be opened uh, to the truth of who you are, Lord. Uh, God, I pray, and um, uh, I, I, I pray that they would not only know who you are, but they would trust, trust in you, trust in your Son, trust in your Spirit, Lord. Uh, God, I pray, and I ask that you'd be with us in everything that we do this morning. May it be good for us, and may it uh, may it bring glory to you. We pray these things in Christ's mighty, resurrected name. Amen. Of course. Uh, um, I'm going to invite Brother Todd Cobbs up here in just a few moments. But before we do, I wanted to just kind of remind you all that we're in our missions month. And, and the whole purpose behind our missions month is, for one, we want to learn about mission missionaries and mission projects. Uh, we, we support a lot of missionaries and mission projects, but um, we've int been introduced to a few new um, mission projects. Um, today, it's not a brand new mission project that we've never heard of. It's just been a long time since we heard of them. Um, in fact, uh, my dad was uh, still pastored here um, when the last time that we had um, anybody come um, from uh, uh, Faith Comes by Hearing uh, Ministries. And so, um, so I'm glad that we get to be reintroduced to that today. Um, and then uh, another thing that we want to think about is, you know, whenever we... When we're here, we want to not just have an awareness about these mission projects, but kind of like we want to we want to allow these these testimonies and these stories to reinvigorate us for missions, you know, and um, and, and, and that's what I hope happens even today is that we can be encouraged by saying, like, what's happening here? What are people doing? But then also it could challenge us a little bit, like uh, not just uh, celebrating the good things that are happening, but how can I participate? What, what can I do? And, um, and whether it's with you know, uh, you know, joining up and partnering in some ways with Faith Comes by Hearing or, or it's participating in Family Promise or getting involved in the shower ministry or, or getting connected with Isaiah 117 House. You know, there's a lot of different ways in which we can get connected and we can be on mission this year. And that's what we want to be able to do because I know that your schedules are full and uh, your days um, uh, run together and sometimes you can look up and it's been a number of weeks and, uh, and you've just had your head to the, uh, you, you, you know, your, your eyes down, your hands to the plow, and you've been working, um, but you are like looking for some way in which you can actually serve some others. And so these are good opportunities for us to know about uh, how we can serve others in our community and around the world. And then the last thing is this, is um, our mission and projects that come in here, um, they they need funds uh, so that they can uh, do, continue on with the work. And one of the things that we've always done as a church is we've taken and we've said, hey, what are we going to give as mission or give as a church towards missions? And what that involves is that each and every individual says, hey, Lord, you're going to provide this amount for me to give towards missions. And we make a uh, we we we. we put that together as a commitment. It's not a pledge or anything like that. It's just a commitment. So I'm trusting in faith that God's going to give this to me and I'm going to give it towards missions. Whatever he gives to me in this category, if you will, I'm going to give towards missions. And then as a church, we say, oh, this is what we're going to give towards missions this year. And that helps us be able to support our mission projects that we have. And so uh, those are kind of our objectives that we want to continue uh, thinking about and praying about uh, as we... Um, as we go through our missions month and, and things that I'll just have you have in your mind and your heart even today is, okay, God, uh, I want to be, I want to celebrate the work you're doing, but I also want my ears and my uh, eyes to be open to like, where, where might you use me? Where might you use me? And then also, Lord, um, what will you provide me to give towards missions this year? And so, um, so that's what we're doing. Uh, in just a moment, Brother Todd's going to come, like I said, but before he does, I wanted to go ahead and set the table um, with a very familiar passage of scripture that uh, uh, you, you probably know, 
Um, and, uh, and of course, uh, I told y'all that uh, Brother Todd is with Faith Comes by Hearing. And, um, and so anybody want to guess what passage of scripture I'm going to go to? Anybody? Oh, y'all are so, y'all are chicken. Uh, I don't want to be wrong. Y'all are like, I know what it is. I don't want to be wrong. Uh, it's Romans chapter number 10, of course, uh, has a great uh, passage. Um, and Paul is talking here and he's saying, hey, listen, um, the gospel, it gets proclaimed to anybody and everybody and anybody and everybody is, is welcome to uh, trust in the gospel. And that's all that it's required is that you would trust that God loves you and that in his love, he sent his son Jesus as your liberating king. And even whenever people rejected the liberating king and they crucified him, he gave him back to us. On the third day, he rose Jesus from the grave, and he gave him back to us. And then Jesus said, hey, I'm going to go reign at the right hand of the Father, but I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send the Spirit to you. And so, like, when you trust that God loves you, that he's given his son Jesus, that Jesus laid down his life for you, that Jesus is the liberating king, that Jesus is the one who, in, in whom we have forgiveness, and we have restoration, and we have, uh, you know, we, we know about what it looks like to live a right, wise life when we can follow Jesus. And we can see in Jesus that example and that testimony. Uh, Jesus is the liberating king who saves us, rescues us, and sets our feet on the straight path. And he fills us with his spirit. He says, everybody, this is available to everybody. This is available to everybody. Every last person. And we can look at it. He's talking in that context. He, he's going to say uh, before this, he says, to, to the Jew and to the Gentile. Because that was a big deal for them. Because he, as a Jew, he was a covenant member of the uh, of God's covenant that he made with Abram, and um, and and uh, ratified with Moses, and, and and went down through the children of Israel. Uh, you would go, okay, God has a special thing for us. And Paul's saying it's not just for us; it's for everybody. But we could think about it in different categories, can't we? Right? The gospel isn't just there for anybody who is like me. Right? Or anybody who's like you. The gospel is there for anybody and everybody. Every last one of us has an opportunity. And that's good because, because that challenges us sometimes. Do we really want every last person to trust this good news? Are we going to get this good news to every last person? Maybe it's a challenge in our heart even today. Who is it that I might not have in my heart to know the Lord? But then Paul goes on and he says, here's the good thing. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whoever, whenever. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He doesn't say whenever they stop wearing the rainbow flag. He doesn't say whenever they stop being a communist. Uh, he doesn't even say whenever they stop being an arrogant jerk. Is whoever calls on the name of the Lord gets rescued. The rescue doesn't start once everybody gets cleaned up. And that's good because I would have not been rescued yet. But then he says, okay, so that's the good news. But there's a, there's a consideration here. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed or trusted? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How is it possible that they can trust in a God that they've not even heard about? How shall they hear without a preacher, a proclaimer? Right? Paul says... And how shall they preach unless they are sent? And then he says, as it is written, how beautiful, this is out of Isaiah, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring the glad tidings of good things, 
How beautiful. Uh, well, this morning we're going to hear from uh, Brother Todd Cobbs about how they're trying to uh, answer that, those questions. How can they hear? How can they hear? And they're doing it uh, by not only sending people, but by sending resources and, uh, and allowing individuals around this globe to be able to hear the good news. And so, uh, in just a moment, Brother Todd's going to come, but before he does, let's just watch this quick little video. Proximity to Jesus is everything. And God's word says he draws near to all who call on him in truth. As they gather to worship, congregations the world over call on the Lord in the truth of his word. But orality is reality for more than 70% of the world's population who either need or prefer to learn by listening. Audio is the only way they can access the Word of God. To help congregations meaningfully entreat the presence of Christ, Faith Comes By Hearing shares pure scripture in audio and video with pastors and church planters. Congregations thrive and multiply as believers gather around the spoken word in their heart language. I'm Pastor Abebe. I serve with this small recently planted church. We have over 100 community members. They can't read, they can't also write. Over 70% of the community members are because of this proclaimer and uh, the word of God through that. It helped me to know the, the intensity of the gospel message. But the word of God is personally shaping my life and shaping the others. Thanks to your Vision 2033 partnership, believers and those yet to believe can understand and apply the Bible's life-changing message. Faith Comes By Hearing Scripture Recording Library holds more than 1,800 languages. And pastors are equipped with audio Bibles and word-for-word -word scripture films, valuable tools for discipleship on a variety of platforms. Others wait to hear God speak their language. When light comes, darkness flee. You don't have to chase the darkness, you just bring the light and darkness will flee. In the next 10 years, we endeavor to record and freely provide scripture in every language that needs it, alongside you and hundreds of other co-laborers. We pray that future Bible listeners come to faith in Christ and find discipleship in community around God's audible word. If God be for us, who can be against us? The church is God's appointed gospel messenger. United believers gathered in the name of Jesus and equipped with the power of Scripture make an eternal difference in the world. Thank you for your commitment to the spread of God's Word in audio. Welcome, Brother Todd, as he comes. All right, brother. Good to have you with us this morning. Thanks for having me. So, um, Todd uh, is a missionary with Faith Comes By Hearing, and uh, and I guess would you call yourself a missionary? I would call you a missionary. Just you're, trying you're, to live for Jesus. Yeah, just trying to live for Jesus. Um, I met Brother Todd. Well. Um, We've been ministering in the same town for a long time, but we actually met last uh, spring. Um, we met at the, the Get Together Bay Area, and, uh, and he told me what he was doing. But uh, um, So you're fresh with Faith Comes By Hearing, right? Yeah, I've been with them for probably a year and a half now. A year and a half yeah. now, yeah. And so, uh, so that's good. I want to hear how you got involved with Faith Comes By Hearing, but can you tell us a little bit of the history about uh, what your life was like before uh, you, uh, you came on uh, working with Faith Comes By Hearing? Sure. So I was a, uh, a pastor. I was associate pastor at Trinity Fellowship for the last uh, 12 years. Um, so I was telling him earlier, uh, I would preach on Sundays, you know, if the head pastor wasn't preaching. So I was always prepared on a Sunday morning. 
And so doing this, he said, hey, just show up. I'll ask a bunch of questions. So I'm not prepared at all. So <laughs> it's kind of weird to show up on a Sunday morning not prepared. But, um, but yeah, I was an associate pastor at Trinity Fellowship for uh, 12 years and just had my hands uh, in a lot of different things there with the church and small groups and outreach and men's ministry and, and all that good stuff. And and um, wasn't really uh, looking for something else, but um, the Lord just kind of opened up a door uh, for me to get involved uh, with Faith Comes By Hearing, and I'm so glad uh, he did. And so it's just exciting, exciting to be a part of this ministry where uh, God's word is getting out. Yes. And just so y'all know, uh, like there wasn't like a disgraceful departure from Trinity Fellowship. They, he left. Uh, he left on very good terms uh, from from that ministry position, and uh, just felt like the Lord was calling him somewhere else. And so, um, so we're thankful for that. If y'all aren't familiar where Trinity Fellowship is, it's over there on Leisure Lane uh, in Friendswood, right there by um, by uh, Polly Ranch and uh, uh, Friendswood Forest neighborhoods. Uh, in fact. Uh, I was telling him earlier, uh, back in the 90s, uh, uh, that our church merged with another independent uh, Baptist church, and, um, and they had some land and, out on 528, uh, FM 528, and where Church of Christ is now, that was land that we used to own. And if you go, well, why don't we own anymore? Well, because we decided as a church that we're going to stay here and uh, in, in, in the center of town here. And uh, so we sold that land to Church of Christ. Well, uh, one of the things that we were prayed about, though, uh, after when we were selling that land was they one of their offers was that they would um, instead of just paying, uh, you know, cash for the land, that they would um, they would give us their building and we would assume that building. And then there would be some financial compensation as well. We prayed about that. And we decided not to. But then Trinity Fellowship got to come in over there and <coughs> excuse me. And they've had a good ministry. Uh, throughout these years, and so, um, so uh, kind of a one of those neat little small world moments. I always, I always like to put those together. Um, so you've been with Faith Comes by Hearing for about a year and a half. You got involved in it, and was there any special way, like which, like Faith Comes by Hearing jumped out to you, or was it just like, hey, um, you know, the Lord, like I, I, I like to know those stories, like, like why Faith Comes by Hearing, why not some other ministry? Uh, again, there was an opportunity, and I, I looked into it. Uh, there was a conference that they invited me to, to go to mm -hmm. and went to that conference to learn more about the ministry. And uh, it, during that weekend, just the Lord just made it clear this is where he wanted me to be. Yeah. And, and to me, it's just exciting. My main uh, gift is evangelism, so just sharing the gospel, getting God's word out uh, excites me. And so this is what this ministry does. It, it's getting God's word out, and um, this isn't something that we hope works. It, it's working. You know, mm -hmm. God's word is getting out, and people are getting to hear God's word in their native tongue for the first time ever. So it's just exciting. Yeah, good, excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that too. And I also like to think about this. Like, I think sometimes we're looking for like, uh, you know, it to be written in the sky or some major dramatic moment of, you know, like I was running from God and He had to grab me, and then and He pulled me into this ministry. And, and I just love that you're like. That actually, the Lord just kind of like opened up my heart to this, and 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 I really want to point that out because I think sometimes we 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 overcomplicate things whenever we're trying to like listen to the Lord like leading us in places in our lives. Like sometimes it's like we overthink it, we overcomplicate it, and uh, and just being able to see a need and 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 go like, hey, my heart's open to this. And it's a good thing to do, and I can do it, and it, and it checks the boxes as far as my uh, my gifting is is concerned. And so I'm going to step through this door, and I'm going to go. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you for taking the step through the door there. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, you know faith comes by hearing. We saw the video there. They're providing the Bible in native people's languages. Um, you know, I, I think we understand the reason and the need for this, but um, but could you share a little bit about the need and the reason? Sure. Uh, why do we need this? Why don't we just why don't we just train up a bunch of missionaries and send them all over the world, right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. So for most of us in here, um, you know, we can read and write. We've been to school. Um, you know, we probably have you know ten ten Bibles sitting around our homes. You know, right now, um, but. But we're, I mean, we're just so blessed uh, to, you know, uh, when you look at the, the world uh, of what we have and what the rest of the world, you know, doesn't have. And uh, so, you know, 70 percent, 70 percent of the world, uh, they live in oral communities. Uh, 50 percent uh, can't read and write at a functional level. 
Uh, and there's people groups today that still don't have an alphabet. Sure. Uh, so there's, there's literally no way of getting them uh, the written word because there's no alphabet. And so really the best way to reach the world is audibly. So that's what we do. So we have at any, any given time, we have 50, uh, 50 recording teams uh, in 25 countries uh, recording scripture. And, um, and so we get done recording scripture in their native tongue, whatever that is. Uh, and then we put on different apps and different devices. And then we send that out to our ministry partners. We send it out through churches on mission trips uh, to get God's word out to the people so they can have God's word in their native tongue, their native language, which is just so important. Uh, so here, wherever we go here, um, we speak English. We hear English. But so many cultures, there's three, four, five different languages. There's mm -hmm. a community language, a business language, uh, a church language, and then there's their native tongue, mm -hmm. their native language, which is what they truly understand. Mm. So getting God's word to them all the way back to their native tongue is just so important. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of put some of that into context, I think for us is like, you know, um, you know, the King James Version, whenever it was translated, uh, they translated that uh, believing that they were using like the classic higher form of Greek. And, and so like, so sometimes with the translation, you'll see terms and, and, and why there's differences in translation from then to today is what they discovered, and, and they largely discovered this whenever they discovered the um, the Dead Sea Scrolls, and that was, you know, in the 20th century, um, was that uh, they weren't actually using the higher form of Greek, the classical Greek, if you will. They were using the coin. They call it coin uh, Koine Greek. It's the common. It was like the street vernacular. Right um, now, I don't know if y'all seen this, but there's somebody who has translated the gospel, the like the gospels and maybe the New Testament into um, what do they call it? Gen, the, the Gen Z Bible. Uh, I've heard some readings from it. It's a little cringy, uh, just to be honest with you. I like don't even know. Like I'm like, okay, I know what they're trying to do, but this is way too far. You know, so like my 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 grumpy old man comes out sometimes, but uh, but. I think about that as, as, as necessary because what you're saying is it's not just getting it to them in a language that they can understand because they speak it, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a proper context or whatever, um, but getting it into the language that, like, they, they, they're familiar with, that they live with each and every day, right? right. Um, and I think that's something just so that we know, too, just to kind of put a fine point on this. The reason why we would say, hey, it's okay to read other translations, things of that nature, why it might be helpful is because you want to read the Bible in a language that you can understand. And I think we've, like, the church does a disservice whenever we tell people, like, oh, you only have to read it, you know, it's this, this translation or, or, no, or nothing or, or the other ones are flawed or something like that in, in, a, in, a, in a dogmatic way because really at the end of the day, what I want you as a pastor uh, to, to do is to be able to know the Bible and love the Bible and like have your life shaped by the, the good uh, of it. And, and that's what I see happening here. That's y'all's heart is we want people not just to, you know, know some dogmatic truth, but to know the story of scripture and to fall in love with it. Right. Amen. Yeah. We want people to know Jesus. Yeah. And uh, just to uh, share this, I, um, last year I was working with a church, um, and sent them some of our proclaimers, which they're out in the foyer if you want to see a couple of them, um, on one of their mission trips to Ecuador. And so I was talking to him this past week, and they're getting ready to go back to Ecuador, and we're sending 20, 20 of our proclaimers with them on this trip. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one of the things that he said is on the last trip when they went, just having some of our proclaimers and handing it to somebody and, and for them to hear God speak in their native language for the first time and hearing God's word just seeing their faces and, and their eyes and their smiles because it's just like they're getting it for the first time, mm -hmm. you know. And again, for us, we can we can hear it, we can read it, and we've we've grown up with it. But yeah. so, so many people around the world they're hearing hearing it for the first time, and just you know, for, for people to see their faces, yeah, you know, light up that God is speaking to me. Yeah. I, get to, I, I understand it now. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's uh, that's cool. Um, well, and really, it kind of even speaks to just how easy it's, it is to take for granted, take for granted the gifts that we have and the resources that we have. Um, 
And that's what we want to be reminded about here is like, let's not take it for granted. Let's make sure that we're getting these resources out. So you, you talked about people who are in, you know, receiving scripture in their native language for the very first time. Um, talk about people who are, you know, in a, in a, you know, not a highly literate uh, society or culture. Um, and we can see the benefit of that. But like you, you also talked about like 70 percent of the world they like are in oral cultures um and um and so uh is that 70 percent of people outside of america or is that 70 percent include people in america as well would you say that 70 percent is probably outside of america mm -hmm. yeah yeah but as you know i mean all of us here i mean there's probably a bunch of us here that learn better audibly yeah you know? so um but yeah there's a a, a bunch that learn better hearing it mm -hmm. um, than, than reading it. Even if they can read and write, they would prefer to listen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's where I think, like, if we think about that uh, for a, a moment, is it's easy to kind of look at it and go, okay, well, they don't have the Bible, they need it, or, or they can't read and write, they need it. But take a step back even from all that and, and go, man, actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, you know, sometimes I, I, I watch the news, but a lot of times I'm just listening, right? There's a lot that you and I even get uh, audibly, and, 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 and like you said, it might actually be a better way for you to learn. Um, might be the most appropriate way for somebody to learn. I know for me, I can read a book, and I read a lot of books. I can read a book, and um, about a page and a half into most of my reading, my eyes start to cross. And, and, I, and I'm sitting there and I'm like shaking my eyes out. But I could listen, I mean, I can listen to podcasts for hours. I can listen to teaching for hours. And then what I can retain by listening is way more than what I can retain for, for reading. A lot of times like I have to read things like three or four or five times and make sure like I get the, the main point. Whereas listening to it, it can, you know, somebody can set that up for me. Um, let me ask you this. Thinking about that, whenever you have the, uh, when you have it recorded, are these just people like reading, like, um, take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. Is it like that? That's why we haven't asked you to get any of our Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> just wanted to make sure. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, again, we have at any given time 50 recording teams, 25 countries. Uh, so... Uh, we rely on our partners. Uh, there's no way we could do this without our with over 700 uh, ministry partners around the world who live in the area, know the area, know the people. And so they, they will form a recording team, mm -hmm. people that can read and write. I mean, you have to have people that can read and write yeah. um, to, to read it, to, to speak it, and all that. So they'll find people in different areas uh, who can read, uh, who want a job. And uh, a lot of them uh, are Christians. Um, but then there's some that are not Christians, and uh, they just they just need a job because they can read and write and they can they can do this. Uh, but it's funny because just time and time again we get the testimonies back that after a, a, an unbeliever has done this work and, and read through the, the whole Bible or the New Testament, they get saved. Yeah, <laughs> so it's yeah, just yeah. Really cool. Um, but all of our uh, recordings are dramatized, uh, so they're very engaging. So there's different. Uh, voices and, and sound effects and all of that so it's it's very engaging when you yeah listen to it. yeah that, no that's good sometimes that's one of the things that like uh how they formatted uh scripture and and that's another thing like sometimes when you're reading the bible like you can get bibles that format it differently but um a lot of times it's like who's saying what now when and, and things of that nature and so um, so I always like it whenever, like, um, I know the voice translation, they, they format it like a script almost. Mm -hmm. So it's like Jesus, and then he says it, and then his disciples, and you can follow that. That adds flavor. So, But when you're listening to something, and then somebody, you, you have different voices playing different characters, things of that nature, it can really bring the text to life uh, in a beautiful way. Um, so that's good. That's helpful. Um, you know, um, uh, we, we see the need. We understand the need. Like, what does it look like for us to partner with Faith Comes By Hearing? I mean, I've heard you say, like, if we're going on a mission trip, like, maybe um, we've gone to Ukraine quite a number of times. Like, um, if we wanted to, to I, of course, they have scripture, but if we wanted to be able to, uh, like, maybe 
bring some proclaimers or, or do something. That's one way that churches partner. What are some other ways that partner churches and or individuals partner with you? Okay. Uh, so every church is, is different. Um, so some churches, you know, give financially. Um, some churches uh, can't give anything. So they, they pray. They put us on their website to, to pray for us. Um, uh, you know, some churches, they, I'll share about our vision here in a minute, but they get excited about our vision. They give to our vision. Uh, some churches are very passionate about uh, a people group or a certain language. Um, so a lot of churches can, can give t towards that language. Um, and then, you know, there, again, there's some churches that financially can't help, but we want to help them, you know, because mm -hmm. our whole goal is to get God's word out. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a church that I'm, I just got done talking to where they haven't given us a penny, mm -hmm. uh, we, and we're sending them, you know, 60 of our proclaimers mm -hmm. to take to India okay, in, a awesome. few, in a few months. Yeah. So it's all about getting God's word out. Okay, cool. And, and that's interesting to say it that way, even too, like, um, it's not one of those situations where we're only going to help those who are who are financially helping us, you know, to see y'all's heart there is, is nice um, and, and hopeful, too. Um, so uh, so different ways that we can partner, participate, um, and, um, you know, that that's like, a, whenever I think about, like, partnering and participating with a, with a ministry, I always like to see not only how we can practically do it, but then also if we're going to think about praying for you, like, not just going like, hey, we're just going to pray, pray this open, you know, blanket prayer. What are some specific ways? And I think maybe talking about your vision here, um, what are some specific ways that we can pray for uh, faith comes by hearing ministry? Um, well, first of all, yeah, our, our vision, it's called Vision 2033, uh, and that is to uh, record every language that needs it by the year 2033. Mm -hmm. So, again, to me, that's, that's exciting, mm -hmm. you know, because we're nine years out now, nine years uh, from fulfilling Vision 2033. And, and where are you at in that, in that uh, along the way on that, uh, that goal? So there's roughly 7,100 languages in the world. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you think about it, you're like, well, I don't know, maybe there's 12. You yeah, know? yeah, there's yeah. There's 7,100 languages nuts, in the world. Yeah. Uh, so we just recorded our 2,000th language that's awesome uh and that that video is not too old it yeah. said 1800s uh -huh. uh, so we just recorded our 2000th language which which represents a little over 90 percent uh, of the population oh well so um so the rest of those languages the 5,000 languages roughly or whatever those are very small people groups mm -hmm. you know on islands and jungles and, and this and that mm -hmm. um but for the next nine years that's who we're after we're after that roughly 10 percent that don't have God's word in their native tongue, and it's it's very doable. Yeah, uh, with money, partners, technology, uh, AI. We just used AI for the first time. We had a, a recording uh, that one of the chapters got messed up, and so we taught AI the the voices, the language, and everything, and it finished the chapter. Yeah, I'm so, scared. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's exciting because now it's kind of like, okay, what what else can we do? Here? Yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, so it's very doable. So we. We literally could be the generation uh, where God's word covers the face of this earth, where every people group on the planet would have access to God's word in their native tongue. Yeah. So that's nine years from now. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's exciting. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's a big thing for us to be praying for is is uh, is that big vision, right? That y'all can fulfill that, uh, get those other five thousand languages recorded. Um, you know, as I'm thinking about it, another thing that kind of struck me was. You know, you said you partner with people who are, who are believers, or partner with people who are not believers. And um, a, a, I love that part about it about the ministry too. Is like you know we're not going to limit God's work because you know um, <laughs> uh, we're not going to limit His work, but also we're going to see Him at work, mm -hmm. right? And so I think about that. That's something that we can even pray specifically for is that that maybe more of your partners come along who don't know that can trust in, you know, as they, as they study scripture. Um, and then, um, and then I, I wanted to know, like, what does it look like for us? Like, uh, cause like if we wanted to share this with people and say, we're not going to Ecuador, but maybe because we live in the most diverse city in America now, um, and we have some coworkers, are, are there ways that we can share, uh, like if we, if we found out somebody, you know, 
that we worked with or some friends, we wanted to get the Bible to them in their native language. Mm-hmm. Uh, how could we do that just as individuals? Okay. Um, so, again, when we record God's Word, we put it on different apps and different devices. Uh, but one thing you guys can do today for free is download our app, Bible.is. So Bible.is, and you can download that on your phone, and that has everything we've done on it. So the 2,000 languages are right there. Hmm. So if you meet somebody wherever at the zoo and you get into a conversation with them and they're from Brazil, oh, what's your language? Yeah. Here's, here's an app. Here you, you can listen to God's word in your native tongue right here. Yeah. You know? um, and so I was talking to somebody last night, actually, uh, and about faith comes by hearing and then figured out she's been listening to our app and didn't know oh, that the, I was part of Faith Comes okay, By Hearing yeah. and said, that, oh, my, 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 my son listens to it and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And, but anyway, it's just a great tool. to. to uh, and there's uh, some cards out in the foyer if you want to take a card. And you can hand that card to somebody and, and just tell them, here's Bible.is. You can download it on your phone and you can hear God's word today in your native tongue. Yeah, awesome. Excellent. Um, and then um, I want to talk about you a little bit personally. Uh, here, because I know that you're you've been with Faith Comes. Can I ask you questions personally later after this? No, okay. <laughs> no, on you're on the hot seat. Uh, no, well, and I, I know this, so I want to share. I want to share some of your testimony. Um, so you 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 stepped away from you know your vocational ministry job as a associate uh, pastor, stepped into another vocational ministry job uh, as a as a uh, you know, with faith comes by hearing as a missionary with them. Um, and, um, and something, uh, tragic and hard and horrible happened in your life. And one of the reasons why I want to kind of bring this out is just a reminder that just because we're following the Lord doesn't mean that we're spared any of the, of life's hardnesses. Um, but, uh, but there's also been some powerful testimony through that. So, could you share uh, the story about uh, what's happened in your family's life and, and what the Lord's been doing sure. through that? And we've, we've got two more hours, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I'm married. I've got four kids. And um, I've got two girls. They're the oldest. And my oldest boy has Down syndrome. Uh, and then I have my youngest, uh, who's 18. He graduated uh, high school uh, in May. And then uh, in August of last year, and probably some of you know this, and thank you for praying, um, but it, yeah, in August he was in a major uh, car accident. Uh, so his friend uh, was driving uh, way too fast and lost uh, control and uh, hit uh, several trees, hit two telephone poles, and um, they hit uh, one of the poles so hard that it chopped a car in two. So uh, I don't know how fast you have to go to chop a car in two, but I imagine pretty pretty mm-hmm. fast. So. Um, uh, neither one of them were wearing their seatbelts, and uh, so they were both ejected uh, from the vehicle. Um, his uh, best friend that was driving died uh, at the scene, um, and uh, Colton, my son, survived. Um, uh, all the doctors that looked at his injury said he, he shouldn't have made it. Um, so again, he was ejected from the vehicle. He had a broken uh, shoulder, broken, um, just a lot of broken stuff. <laughs> Uh, he had gashes in his arms and his legs all the way to his bone, uh, fractures in his skull. Um, but the worst was he, he broke his neck. Um, and so because of that, he's paralyzed uh, from his chest down right now. Um, so multiple uh, surgeries. Um, uh, he, he broke his jaw. So because of that, he ha- uh, had jaw surgery. And so just that alone, he had to have his teeth wired shut for 10 weeks mm-hmm. so i can't even imagine just that mm-hmm. um and then uh yeah having you know spinal cord surgery two times and anyway um yeah so he was uh, well we're very sorry to hear this just so you know uh, uh thank you for sharing it with us but i know that there's more to this story so um yeah go for it uh so yeah he was in the hospital from august until uh november came home in november so uh, we didn't know if he was going to make it for a long time. Uh, anyway, but uh, he got better, came home in November. He's still paralyzed. But, uh, but we're uh, just learning, learning now how to, how to take care of him mm-hmm. and uh, new life, new routine, uh, all of those things. But uh, we're still praying for a miracle mm-hmm. uh, to do anything. So we're still praying for God to, to do anything here, uh, give, him, give him his legs back. Um, but, 
but we're trusting him. And, um, and uh, yeah, there's so much to share, but just so, to say this one little piece real yeah. quick, and that is from, from the beginning uh, to today, uh, God is, has been showing himself strong. And um, I just, I mean, it's just story after story of him providing things at the right time, a surgery or a doctor or this or that. Um, and then just financially, just miracle after miracle. Uh, it's just when something like this happens, uh, it's even if you have insurance, it's, it's a ton of money. Yeah. And, and so when you're talking to caseworkers and different things, different people, well, you need this and you need this and you need to do this. Well, we're talking $200,000 real quick. Mm-hmm. You know? and, but with all of that, God has just been blessing us and helping us, and God's people have been giving to us. And um, so, uh, so just him taking care of us. And then uh, with my son, probably the biggest thing is his attitude. And so from beginning to now, um, he, he's had a positive attitude, which is just God helping him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he's doing. I'm so proud yeah. of him. Um, just, it, it's just God working in his life and helping him uh, get, through, get through this and get through the day. And um, so, yeah, he, he, he's been doing well, and uh, he's doing outpatient therapy and um, getting stronger and learning how to do things and, and, and things like that. But but the big picture is just, yeah, something that you never want to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but but kind of a weird comforting thought is God knew this was going to happen before Colton was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, God knew this was going to happen before he went out that night. Mm-hmm. And if God knows that, right, he's got to have a plan and a purpose in all of this. Mm-hmm. And already we've seen it. I mean, just, just people have turned to God through this. They, uh, Colton and some of their friends um, have turned to God. Uh, one of them got saved, radically saved. He started inviting his friends to church. They started getting saved. And so this person who just got radically saved started a Bible study going through the book of Proverbs mm-hmm. with all these new believers. Mm-hmm. So if all this happened for this young group of young men to get saved, is it worth mm-hmm. it? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even though it's hard, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And so, so God is saving people. And, and uh, for us, it's just, it's hard. But we can watch God work. Yeah. And God provide and God take care of us. Yeah. You know? And so... So, you know, um, Psalm 46, you know, where it talks about how he's a, a refuge and he's our strength and he's our mighty helper in our time of need, you know, and it's true. And that's what he's doing in our life yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you for sharing that. And that's I, the testimony of your son. You know, at 18 years old, could you imagine losing your ability to to function from your chest down? I, I, I would imagine that that would be absolutely soul crushing and to hear the testimony that your son has been uh, has had a positive attitude um and then that this has actually it's it's ignited the gospel here's one thing that i would say is you know like when you say god has a plan and a purpose i think i always like to put a fine point on this because because god doesn't god doesn't ordain destruction and chaos right Paul says he's a God of order, not a God of chaos, right? And so sometimes, like, whenever we put, say things like, well, God has a plan. Well, like you said, God knows what's going to happen before. That doesn't mean God wants it to happen, right? That doesn't mean God said, well, this has to happen. And if it doesn't happen that way, you know, it's, it's, he knows things. So he can plan to do something good out of the darkness. Out of the death, he can bring life. And, um... And so, yeah, I would never want your son, and I think God would say, I would never want your son <laughs> to lose his ability. But guess what I can do despite that? I can, I can encourage him each and every day. I can rescue his friends from, from death, hell, and the grave, right? I can provide every resource that you and your family need, you know? I can, I can work in the midst of this to bring life and light. And uh, I think that's a beautiful thing that y'all, y'all are getting to experience. I hate that you're having to experience it this way. But praise the Lord that you are able to experience uh, God showing up and, 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 and being, being great to y'all uh, through this season. Um, one other thing that I remember you telling me about your son is uh, whenever he's laid up in a hospital bed, uh, he started, how did he start uh, 
reading scripture or what was his what was his devotional plan from that point forward yeah yeah we were in the hospital and um for a while there he you know his mouth was wired shut um just he, he was out of it because mm-hmm. the pain and, and everything else but anyway when he came to or whatever um i, I thought about just reading scripture to him and uh, so i had my bible one day and uh and i was just going to start in the book of john and just kind of read to him a little bit mm-hmm. and then i was like well I'll just let him, you know, listen to it, you know? And I was like, well, we, we've got a, a Bible out there, you know? <laughs> Why don't we just There's use, an app for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, I just put Bible, Bible.is on there and, and hit play for John chapter one. And um, and I was just thinking, yeah, we'll listen to a couple chapters and, um, and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And and he just listened and listened and listened. And, and a couple times I was like, you know, I was just going to stop it because we did a few chapters or whatever. He's like, no, Dad, let it, let it go, let it yeah. go. And and so, I mean, we just listened to, you know, John, and we got through that, and then we went to the next book and the next book, and he was just eating it up, yeah. you know? And, um, and so it was just really, really special yeah. you know, just to sit there with your son, you know, and just yeah. listen to Scripture. And, but for him, he, he, he really enjoyed it. And again, it's very engaging, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, he was able to listen to many books of the Bible just being in the hospital. Yeah, that's cool. So uh, that's really cool for him and uh, for y'all to experience that together. Um, but then also that's incur- like some way that y'all could probably be encouraged. Maybe you find it hard to read scripture. Maybe you do like I do. I'm reading some of my books and you get a few uh, few verses down the page and your eyes start crossing, things of that nature. This is a good way for you to connect with the text as well. Um, and, and so I would encourage y'all to go ahead and uh, take advantage of that free resource, mm-hmm. Bible.is. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, just, to, just to follow up, you said this before you know, I came up, uh-huh. but then just with what I'm sharing, I just I just want to encourage you guys, you know, I'm meeting some of you guys for the first time, and, you know, we all struggle. We all have things, you know, going on in our lives, big or small, but we all have stuff uh, going on. And, um, and you know, from, from early on of walking with the Lord to now, um, the whole story of my son with Down syndrome, that whole thing. I'm sure we all have stories, but but when I look back at my life, the thing that that, that kind of just jumps out to me is two things. One is God is at work and he's with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just encourage you today with that, that no matter what's going on in your life, that the Lord is with you. I mean, he is with you. He's mighty, he's big, he's powerful. He can heal, he can help, he can do anything. And so our job is just to trust him. You know, his, mm-hmm. his ways are higher than our ways. His timing is different than our timing. And so, so just, just trust him. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's at work. He may, he may not be working like you want him to work, <laughs> uh, but he's working. And so I just encourage you just to, just to trust in him and just, yeah. just have joy in those moments, too, that he's, he's with you and he's working uh, his, his will out. Yeah, amen. Well, thank you for sharing that testimony for sure. And uh, he is at work. He's at work with Faith Comes by Hearing. I mean, uh, y'all did another, like, 230, I think, um, translations and recordings last year. Yeah. And so um, so looking forward to hearing how y'all continue to move uh, this year. And uh, and we'll celebrate the work with y'all. Um, you know, right quick, I, I do want people to understand this, too. Um, you know, because I think this is just, like, an important, like, kind of... Uh, logistical reality so like let's just say you send a proclaimer over to another country and um like what happens around that proclaimer like uh, what what opportunities does that open up for like churches or ministries where you know maybe there's they're trying to get into a new village or a new neighborhood or something like that uh can you just share that with us right quick because i want them to know that before we do yeah end today um, our whole goal is to get God's word out so that people can, can know Jesus. And so once we record scripture, we put it on our devices, we send those out. And so we send those out to our ministry partners. And then the goal then is to form listening groups or small groups. And so they form these listening groups and you hit play and they get to hear God's word in their native tongue for the first time ever. And what's very exciting is once you start a small group, um, Again, these are areas where they've never had God's word in their native tongue ever. So you, you start a small group, and these 4, 5, 10, 15 people get super excited. Well, 10, 15, 20 people hear about it, and they get excited. And so we're constantly you know, starting more and more small groups or listening groups because people are just wanting to hear God's word 
in their native tongue. And a lot of times through these small groups, these listening groups, uh, churches are being planted. So God's word is getting out. So yeah, you you watch the news and it's bad, bad, bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But God is at work and God is getting his word out. Listening groups are starting. Churches are are being, you know, uh, founded uh, from proclaimers. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's very exciting. Yeah, very cool. Thank you. I, I, I wanted to make sure that we we saw that too. That like it's not like it's kind of it's kind of neat how it kind of organically begins mm-hmm. to uh, to bring churches uh, about that way and disciple making movements uh, that way. Well, listen. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for the encouraging word about uh, you know he's always at work and he's always with us. And so um, before you go, let me pray for you though, yes. and uh, and then we'll get wrapped up here this afternoon. Lord, I love you. I thank you for who you are. Uh, God, I pray. I just thank you for Brother Todd. I thank you for his love uh, of you, Lord, for his trust in you, for his testimony, Lord, and which he shared with us today about how you just, you've been with him, Lord, um, through a life that's not, uh, that's not, uh, not been easy, Lord. Um, Lord, we thank you for how you've provided for he and his family. Uh, Lord, we pray and we ask that you'd be with Colton, Lord. We know that Colton's prayer is that he will be able to regain uh, ability, Lord. And, Lord, we will join in that prayer for him. We pray that uh, he would be able to uh, rise up from this. And, uh, Lord, confound uh, confound all those brilliant, brilliant uh, doctors. Um, Lord, uh, let them go. This could only be something that uh, was a miracle, Lord. Um, God, continue to encourage him each and every day. And Lord, um, Lord, just let him know that he, his, his attitude is an inspiration to others, Lord. Uh, God, we pray and we uh, ask that you provide every resource uh, that the Cobbs family needs, Lord. And then, Lord, we pray for Faith Comes by Hearing. We thank you for this good ministry, Lord. We thank you for the good work that they're doing. We're thankful that there are people who have creatively and collaboratively uh, come together so that they could get uh, your word translated to, uh, to native tongues and, Lord, recorded. And, uh, Lord, we just celebrate that work. We pray and we thank you that through people hearing your word, uh, Lord, disciples are being made. Uh, Lord, we thank you um, that, uh, there, that there are churches being established, Lord. Uh, Lord, we thank you that uh, uh, right now we can see that through the work of your uh, your people, uh, you are doing you're doing great and mighty things, Lord. We thank you for that. Uh, God, we pray and we ask that you would continue to uh, bless the endeavors of faith comes by hearing. Bless every um, every vision that they have, Lord. Uh, Lord, uh, give them all the translators that they need, Lord. Um, uh, Lord, we pray that uh, that they would even meet uh, beat that goal. That it wouldn't take nine years for them to finish the, these these other five thousand languages, Lord. But that those could happen uh, uh, sooner, uh, Lord. God, we pray and we ask that you would provide every resource that they need. We pray and we ask that you would bless uh, every um, every endeavor, uh, Lord. We pray and we ask that uh, as people come to know who you are and they trust you, Lord, that uh, Lord um, that they too will. Uh, be a light uh, of your good news in their communities, Lord. God, we pray and we ask that you would just please be with us today as we go from this place. We pray for your, um, Lord, for you just to keep us in your love and in your care. Lord, help us to know whatever we're going through this week, that you are at work and you are with us. Lord, we pray these things in Christ's mighty and resurrected name. Amen. Brother Todd, thank you very much. God bless you. He's going to be with us after the service too. So um, he'll be by his uh, table and y'all can talk to him if you have any further questions. Um, Church family, we love y'all. We're glad that y'all were with us today. Uh, I'm going to invite Brother Mitch and the the group here and uh, and as they come so that we can be dismissed. I want us to keep in mind uh, today that uh, you know, there's just different ways that we can partner with getting God's word out. This is one of the ways that we can partner with getting God's word out. But also, uh, I want to encourage us that uh, we don't have to, um, let's be encouraged by this, that uh, although we want people to hear the Bible, we want people to read the Bible, we want them to know God's word, we need to also know this, that you and I are the living testimonies. 
You and I are the living testimonies of what God is doing in this, in this world. You're a testimony because you can tell people what he's done in your life. Right? You can tell your story. And just like Brother Todd has shared some of his story with us today, I would encourage us with that as we go. Um, Paul says, how are they going to hear if nobody goes? Right? And, uh, and as we go from this place today, let's know that we're going. And uh, let's say this. Let's, let's, let's not just see ourselves as leaving this place. Let's see ourselves as being sent this week. We're going. We're being sent to share our testimony. Uh, with others, and, uh, and and I think we'll talk more about that a little bit next week. But uh, but we do want the the word of God to get out. But let's make sure that we're getting the word of God out in our lives. Let's live our testimony right this week. So uh, with that, let's stand and be dismissed, uh, Brother Todd. I'm going to invite you to go ahead and go back to the back so that you can greet people on their way out. They can greet you. Um, and um, and uh, my brothers and my sisters, I love y'all. Let me uh, say this. Uh, let's let's do this. Let's. Let's say, let's not leave, let's be sent. All right, y'all with me? All right, so let's not leave, let's be sent. Amen.